Hey, welcome back to Topicocalypse, the only podcast on the internet. I am your host, Brian Kane, PhD. It's real. Someone took it, damn it. Thanks. Uh, sitting across from me is your former host for other podcasts, uh, John Peterson. John Peterson here. You know when you said, suck, suck it, Joe Rogan? I was just imagining our logo on a cup and he has a straw and he's just sucking the... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's possible. John sitting. I'll get some swag and send it to him. Across, across from me, Denial Nitsky. Nicholson. Was that not right? <laughs> Nicholson. Nitsky. Always. Nitsky. Yeah, yeah. Front, front row seats at Lakers gun. games. Yeah. And to my left, big dog Justin Lenahan. What's up? Can I get a bark? Is it no. real? Damn it. Always genuine. <laughs> All right, guys. Josh Peterson's got a topic for us here that involves Who? President Donald Trump. Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, going on, yeah. buddy? You don't ever and hear about him. Donald hmm. Trump yeah, we... is taking on the industry Josh loves most after porn, the video oh, game industry. He took industry. that on earlier. Can they ever be the same thing? They video game porn? They do have video game porn. VR porn thing? is a thing. VR that's close porn. to video games. Nice. And like... then they have like a, you know those old books where you would be like, oh, if you want to slay the dragon, turn to page 39. Like choose your own adventure. They, they have situational porn where you say like, oh, I want to fuck her in the ass. And then it shows the video of yes. her fucking her in the ass. Ah, so do you think that they'll mm. ever reach a point like in Total Recall where they're rigged up into like the VR machines and they can have sex with people? I think and you're then, thinking of Demolition Man. And then in that case, <laughs> what... When they like climax <laughs> in a VR game, do they actually just like jizz themselves in the in real life? Is That's that like possible. A, is that like a it's literally just like a wet dream? Uh, well, I imagine it's somebody selecting the thing and then they're uh, waxing their carrot, <laughs> so to speak. So hmm. to speak. Hmm. Oh, anyways, so anyways, Donald Trump has started to take on the video game industry. Josh, tell us about it. All right. So as you guys know, um, the the after the shooting, uh, Donald Trump is looking into you know causes, I guess for for uh, gun violence and so uh, one of the big uh, industries he went after i don't want even want to say went after as much as i don't know if he's just trying to open a dialogue he's trying to deflect yeah he's trying to make it look like he's he's doing something maybe he is maybe he isn't but he um he met with members of the industry which are really only just two companies that he met to with which, which industry you haven't said um take two interactive and uh one was a s- electronic arts association so what, what but what what yeah what, not what, what industry arts, though yeah um Huh? The gaming industry. Gaming industry. Yeah. Um, so answer it, facts. Facts. But they so they showed the they showed a reel during this press conference, and it well first of all I guess a lot of the video game people who wanted to be invited to this meeting weren't invited, uh, like uh, Activision and um, uh, Epic and a lot of these the big the big the, companies the big companies, the big companies who make invited. the Call of Duties and all that right right so they and then they opened this Bethesda was another one and they opened this thing up with oh Bethesda was the the people that did attend they're the other company you know why it's because Donald Trump's brother sits on the board for Bethesda oh. does he yeah yeah oh. Zenimax Zen- oh, that's that that's Elder Scrolls Online there it is um but they opened up this meeting with this reel and it showed. Uh, from Call of Duty 4, I remember when he's shooting up the airport and they showed a lot of Wolfenstein footage and he opened up by saying, this is violent, right? So I am curious, like, what what do the statistics say? Like, I don't really know anything about this, so I've been trying to open a dialogue with people to find out their thoughts on this. Brian Kane, PhD, you know a lot about this stuff. What do the statistics say in terms of, uh, like, gun violence influencing, or video games influencing violent thoughts. So a meta-analysis was done in 2013. There's no study that's correlating violent video games directly to gun violence. That's too much of a step. But there's something that playing video games does. 
and I'm going to give a direct quote here so I don't uh, misrepresent anything. Um, no single risk factor uh, consistently leads to a person to act aggressively or violently. Rather, it's accumulation of risk factors that tends to lead to aggressive or violent behavior. Basically, what they're saying is it's not, oh, one thing is going to lead to this violent behavior. It's multiple things. So it's low social economic status and all this stuff. The part about video games that's really interesting is that the studies show, meta-analysis, multiple studies, shows that people who play video games and play violent video games specifically are more likely to have violent outbursts, more likely to be irritable and kind of exhibit antisocial behavior. Yeah, what's up? Obviously, because I, I read a thing uh, a while ago where it said that people who uh, who do have like uh, like anger issues or whatever that video violent oh, I guess violent video games is a good way for them to release. Of course, yeah, and they, and def- it, it helps them come down. There definitely are stress release aspects to video games. That's not taking that away, but this is something that it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. So people with gotcha. violent tendencies play violent video games. People who play violent video games might have antisocial, it's, it's, not violent. They're trying sorry, to say that angry. they're trying to say that video games turns people violent. Is what they're well, trying, is it, what they they're that's what the thing is. Well, yeah, that's what Trump was asking if that's the case. But what the studies show is that it's one of the risk factors. So playing violent video games increases your likeliness to have agitated behavior, aggressive behavior, antisocial behavior. These are all really strong behavioral traits that are the same in gun shooters that there are in that. So that's why they can't make the leap because the video games might cause the behavior, but you can't say, oh, because they because cause the behavior, they cause the shooting because there's more that causes okay. someone to shoot yes. than just those three right. behaviors. Okay. Way that, more. That was the yeah. thing. Because I know also um, uh, the Columbine shooting, you know how they were blaming that on Marilyn Manson's music or saying that that was an influence in what happened. Yeah. He was saying that like because people were so willing to make that leap without any evidence, it actually harmed his career. Like it took him a long time to come back from that. Yeah. Isn't Marilyn Manson a huge coke addict? He's actually a pretty nice person. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying that you can't be a coke addict and a nice person. No, no, no. I I think maybe at one point, yes. Okay. <laughs> dope, dope <laughs> I just train, I, I read about that he, and I was he like, wrote oh. a song called Dope Trains. So. Yeah, yeah. Dope show. Dope show. Um, so anyways, like, like what, what you're saying, I reached out on social media to ask people like what they thought of this whole thing. And I had a mom kind of get at me saying that, um, like, get at you, not, get at you. Did she slide into those DMS? Hey. Oh yeah. No. So she was saying, I was like, as someone who plays video games and reviews video games, I've never had a, vi- like a, even when I was a kid, I've never had like a video game influence my thinking. If anything, it's made me want to play more of it. But, um, you know, I haven't ever been playing there and be like you know this would be really addiction. cool if i could uh go out and shoot some people like that was never a thing for me and she said you know she said what you said like it's just a a contributing factor you take into account like bullying violence in the home or uh neglect isolation stuff like neglect that. is a huge one yeah and she was saying that um you know you have a potent combination and i i totally understand and get where she's coming Thank from you for noticing but i don't feel like at the same time like the circumstances of a few should affect like the consumption of many, like I can control myself. So why should I not be allowed to play video games because sometimes. a child sometimes, but like, because a child can't handle, you know, the implicate, like, you know, whatever a video game they're playing, they can't handle the mental side effects of it. Why should other people have to suffer? And I'm not trying to sound cold hearted, but it's just, I, I personally believe that video games as a storytelling medium 
is it's it's beautiful to me. Like it, it has a lot go. You can do things that movies and and, and uh, comic books and because stuff you're can't. interacting like, with it. Like you are right. like in Grand Theft Auto, you can pick up a hooker and then kill her. Okay, see, and that's where the line is. Like there's co- companies like uh, Activision, Did that a few weeks ago, um, Call of Duty. Like they're ones that. You don't need a scene where someone's shooting up an airport, but at the same time, you have a game like Wolfenstein where the violence is supposed to, is part of the narrative. It's supposed to drive the narrative forward and show you like this hyper, uh, hyper realistic, violent world. And it's, it has a social implication and that was the and whole point of it. I believe that game gave you the option to skip that if you felt uncomfortable with right. it. Right. The airplane gave you, one? It gave you, yeah. It gave you the mm-hmm. option to skip that entire thing. Yeah. But then there's also like when you go back to in Mortal Kombat was on Sega. It's like... You can take the blood and gore. Yeah, oh them. yeah, to, right. Well, Rip someone's head off. Originally, you could take the blood and gore off, but then they recoded it to where you had to have the password to put it in. Now, if you look at Mortal Kombat X, it is incredibly violent and gory. It's like fatality. It's like we. I think where they're going with it is because there's so much that you can't like. You can't shut it off on some stuff. Like on wrestling games, you can turn the blood off. Right. You know. But that's also part of the gameplay, so you can keep yourself as a good guy, whatever. But right. can you turn the sweat off on wrestling games? No, that makes it hot. It depends. <laughs> Am I the one sweating? No, it's so. It, it's... Only one hand on the controller. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a vibrating controller for a reason, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think it's just because there's not enough ways to turn off the violence, I guess. But it's also okay. But you're but, buying this video game so would for you, your would kid you, knowing damn well that would, there's violence in it. it would, says, you, would you think it's okay to have a sh- first-person shooter with no like blood or gore that just people just fall over? Well, that is what 007 in, with the paintball mode No, no, no. In Australia, they have to turn the blood green. Like That's one of the rules for releasing a violent video game over there. Huh. Would that but, bother you guys if you were playing? Uh, probably. And I blew someone's you think out of their head. But if the game was good enough, you would just look past it and get yeah. over it pretty yeah. quick. Yeah, it depends. But on I was that. just like, well, but why? You you know what it is. Yeah, but, but, but like I, Josh said, it's all storytelling. It depends yeah. on which. It depends on why you're buying the game. Are you buying it for the storytelling, or are you buying it for the gore? Right. So I think the issue is. So Josh, you brought up a point that you, as a person. You know, you are not worried about the consumption of video games and how it's affecting your thinking. Would you let Wyatt play something that's that violent? Okay, so he had to go there. No, no, no. That I'm, I'm glad you did. I'm well, very, no, no, I'm, no. I genuinely want to know because someone who clearly is, you know, not Wyatt, for example, say somebody who's showing signs of like antisocial behavior, who looks like they, uh, you know, have some like violent outburst tendencies. Would you let them play a game like GTA Five where you waterboard somebody? Okay, yeah, no. Um, th- th- this is a good uh, segue into what I want to talk about next. Is that so? Because of the way like the First Amendment and the Entertainment Software Association is set up, there's not really a lot the government can do to interfere with <clears throat> with uh, video game development. But that brings me to the idea of I think a lot of like the regulation of video games <clears throat> it needs to be done in the home. So you have parents who like. Like Wyatt, for example, his mom, his real mom goes out and buys him these super violent video games, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, locks him in a room and just lets him sit there and play these games. So I'm like, I'm taking Wyatt home one day and there's a plastic sword that um, someone brought into the back of my car and he's describing to me all the ways he would use it to kill somebody. And we have, 
I would never let like a kid like White. I would never let him. I don't think that any kid under the age of like sixteen should be playing any violent video games. I think that's what they're trying to get to with this administration and this talking about it with the people. Mm-hmm. It's not about the adults playing the video games. It's right. the developing minds of the kids mm-hmm. who aren't fully equipped to handle this stuff. And I totally agree with what you're saying. It should be handled in the home. But that's not saying that this administration should come out and say, oh, you can't put this, this, this in video games. That's not what should happen. But it should be just like movies, because you can argue the same thing about movies, like the new movie Death Wish that came out. What's up? Well, like, wasn't, isn't it like a certain rating for a game you have to have a parent there to buy the game? I remember it used to be that way. Here's here's the thing, though. Like, parents go in there and they buy these games for their kids. And like a... Without knowing... Because they don't care. Air quotes. Yeah, well, because this is another point that was brought up in this social media post was that, you know, society is different now. Like, parents have to work late and kids, uh, you know, they're basically just playing games to keep themselves entertained while their parents are working or whatever. But read a book, you know, at GameStop as a retailer, there's only so much you can do. Like you can't look at someone like an old lady buying a copy of, uh, you know, Battlefield or something. You can't look at her and say, you can't buy that because she's you're going to give that to your grandkid. That's, she's buying a Christmas present for her grandkid. Yeah, you're getting into yeah. like discriminant, discriminant, uh, discriminatory practices. Ageist. But yeah, ages. But the thing is like we're parents need to be parents. So like you can't don't not buy your kid a lot of it's because parents want to be friends with their kids and they're you know if you take video games out of the equation and they're not allowed to buy them or they don't exist or the temptation's not there then they're like okay that's fine with me instead of they don't actually play the games so they don't really know like why people feel so strongly about that but i and i i get like you know yes developers should be conscious of what kind of violence they're putting in their games but at the same time i feel like parents need to do a better job of regulating what comes into their house so so go ahead flip side do you think that if this new uh administration that's the word thank you you're welcome facts facts Facts. were to put a thing out there saying okay you can you guys can have the violent games whatever but you need to have the Mortal Kombat code where you have to turn where you turn on certain amount of violence or it comes automatically turned off. I think the problem with that is the kids want to play the game when they want to play the game and they'll create the account, they'll create the code, they'll falsify. They'll find a way. And they'll find a way to kids just are smart play with it. Yeah, yeah. Kids are super yeah, smart now. Go, yeah, because now you can go on Google and I think, just find a code or whatever. Yeah. Then, yeah. Josh, I think you brought up a good point. It's about you know parenting. It, it is about parenting. It's What's about that? responsible. I, I don't think it's fully about that. I think the developers, I think games generally, it, it's pretty violent. And what do we need it for? Like, you need it in some games because it tells the story. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you need... I remember playing Halo, which is with you guys, and then Call of Duty. Um, you got like 10, 12-year-old kids on there. Like, running up behind, stabbing people, and then saying angry things over the internet. I was very guilty of saying very angry things. Two small children. Two small (laughs) children. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I think the point is not, yes, the content could be improved, but you're going to start to infringe on First Amendment rights, so that's going to go nowhere. So the second thing is, is at what point do you decide it's okay to maybe not come up with, like, a gun registry, but to come up with some way to where there's a better, there's a, there's a more effective way to make sure children are not getting a hold of these games in some way, shape, or form. It's not going to do a whole lot because kids who want to play the video game are going to want to play the video game. 
And that's just the end of it. All it takes is for one kid uh, who has a cool older brother mm -hmm. and has no supervision. And then it's all, all for naught. The hard thing about this is there is no proper way to regulate something like that. So no. it really, it's up to all, you know, all they can really do is bring it to the attention of the developers and hope the developers develop a conscience right. about what they're doing and then bring also bring it to the attention of the parents. And I get that a lot of kids, some kids don't have the parental situation that, um, you know, most households do. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. But like, again, the circumstances of the few versus the consumption of the masses, where do you draw the line there? Hey, man, it only takes a few people to ruin it for everybody. Yeah. I mean, and that's a common argument for everything. Like gun control is a, you know, that's a big yep. one there. There's a lot of parallels between that argument and this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not going to ban video games, but, you know, you still got to, I think. It's a slippery slope. Well, do you, do you really think games are too violent, not violent enough, or do you think it's just right where it is right now? I, I mean, I think it's fine. Like, you know, I this might sound biased for me, but, like, I don't really pay attention to the violence much. Like, I only play a video game if it's got a story that's going to interest me. So I don't really pay attention to like all the extra stuff. Like if someone's head explodes, I'll be like, dang, that was a little much. But like, I don't really pay attention to that stuff when I'm playing like Dead Space. Now imagine you're 16 again, going yeah. through all of your... Oh man, you're going to have make him have a flashback here. <laughs> so going through... Well, no, but like... An erection. But at, <laughs> <laughs> at 16, your body's going through these things. Maybe somebody... <laughs> Is this the talk? This is the talk. Your body's... You're going to get hair down there. It's the birds and the... Bzzz. Wash your arms. Okay, no, go, go on. What are you saying? So, you're... You know, if you're... Say someone who... Just like any other 16-year-old, you're struggling with adolescence because that's what everybody does. You're trying to find your individuality, all this stuff. Someone bullies you at school or someone gives you a hard time at school. Then it's like, okay, how do you really handle that? You don't have a great relationship with your parents because what 16-year-old does... So you go lock yourself in a room and play your video game. Well, now your video game's super violent, and you're like, oh, that just continues to stress relieve the antisocial, angry behavior that this person has instead of working on an outlet which can remove that thought process of being stressed and angry altogether. So I'm not, I'm not saying that that's the way it has to be, but I'm just sort of devil's advocating here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create an energy sword, like in Halo, I'm going to take it to school, and I'm going to be like, hey, boy, I'm going to make an elite sound, I'm going to stab him. That's Stick your grenade. <laughs> okay, but what's, what's, another, what's, a alternative re what's an alternative release that he can do by himself? Masturbate. I mean, oh, well, all the time? <laughs> what's worse? Like, they're, so, they're, so, they're so drained that they can't yeah. go out. And yeah, yeah, is exactly. it like Keep them tired. Violent, milk them like cows. Yeah. <laughs> potentially violent thoughts or a porn addiction? Like, what? You know, I mean, what's the lesser of two evils there? Well, I think someone with that, the problem is addiction and worried about how to not and stop addictive things. So if someone's going to be addictive and go from just one thing to something else, get them to something that's going to be productive. Get them a job. That's the principle of AA, No, what I'm man. saying, but what's, what's an alternative that they, they, what's an alternative outlet that they could do? Book? It has better or as good storytelling as a movie. It took it's me too to much like age. it's too much like school though. It took me till I was eighteen to actually be interested in books though. Drawing, art, music. There's definitely things that people can do as creative outlets to relieve stress. I want to do a topic about this, but a lot of people are lazy and just go to the simple thing. Oh, I'll turn on the TV. Oh, I'll play the video game. 
And it's easy because you don't have to put effort into it, but you're just masking the real issue going on, which Ma- is masturbating. Masturbating. That's calling? right. You're masturbating. You're masking the bigger issue going on, which is there's something that's causing an internal struggle and it's coming outwards as, oh, I just need to fixate on something else. It's exploding out. Oh, explodes. All right. So we spent some time on this one. You guys got any closing thoughts on any of this? Like, like I said, like I'm, con- it's, it's, I'm torn it, on it. It might be contributing a little bit, but it's, it's you're, you're deflecting off of a bigger issue. Absolutely. This is. I think they're. Tr- I'm hoping that they were just trying to open talks, and they're not going to try to ban any kind of video game. I think that's silly. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been another episode of Topic Apocalypse. You can find us on podcast.com, Google Play, Facts, Stitcher. Um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. We're Thanks. also on social media at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Patreon page at Topicocalypse. Nope. Uh, Patreon.com slash Topicocalypse. Backslash facts. Hey, Josh Peterson here. This episode of Topicocalypse is brought to you by the Pop Culture Cosmos. Do you know what I love discussing more than poop knives? Pop culture. And before the Big Bang Theory planted itself on the butthole of pop culture by filling our subculture with crap, I would love. I loved going to Comic Con and talking about movies and video games, and thanks to the Pop Culture Cosmos, my love of all things nerd is rekindled. You can catch the Pop Culture Cosmos podcast on the Podcast Radio Network every Monday night at ten thirty p.m. EST and seven thirty p uh, p.m. PST, and the Pop Culture Multiverse show every Friday night at seven EST and four PST.